Real rerun starting. Sorry. Uh, hey guys, uh, how's it going? Uh, welcome, uh, welcome to the latest episode of Real Rerun. I'm your host, Callum, joined as usual by George. Uh, and by Alex. Alright. Hey guys. Um, uh, so, so this week we start, start, uh, start with Alex. Uh, what, uh, what have you been watching this past week? Well. Um, I have been... No, like Nothing new. Oh, actually, no, that's a lie. I have started watching, because I haven't actually watched it before, Gavin and Stacey. You don't watch it? Oh, yeah, of course I've seen you watch it before. No, no, so I've started watching it with my mum, so I'm two episodes into season two at the moment. But mm. it's one of those things where I started watching it and been like, why did I not watch this, like, five years ago, if not more? I'm really enjoying it. Yeah, it's all good things, well, like, um, it's actually getting, it's, 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 it's getting on a bit now, isn't it? It's like, uh, uh, what year yeah. come out? Was that 2008 or something? I think so. Uh, it's really, really funny, like, watching it back, where Brin's like, they've got this new sat-nav. And I'm like, oh, wow, it's it's old. It's so old. I like but... your Welsh accent. I was going to say, he's yes. not from Czechoslovakia, he's from Wales. Right, right. <laughs> I've got this right? new sat-nav. <laughs> I've got this new sat-nav. See, it's much less fun. Even, but that wasn't, just... I still wasn't the Welsh accent. No, that was me talking normally. Okay. Um, but yeah, but that's that's proper good. Uh, still getting through Chuck watching that with my dad. But I'm guessing you've still seen the re- references over time, haven't you? What from Gavin Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like so, I know I know a lot of them. Uh, like I'm waiting for that episode where he orders a takeaway because that's just iconic. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. With like um, yeah. uh, a, a lamb boner with chicken boner, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Packet of chips and a something. I can't remember. There's like nine things. Nine, nine things. Yeah, nine poppadoms. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Other than that, I think that's pretty much all I've been watching this week. Cool. Um, but, yeah. Uh, George, uh, what have you been watching? Uh, I mean, I watched a fair amount. Of st- I guess of no, I rewatched. Uh, Heather's, I guess, kind of inspired by a Ferris Bueller thing, uh, and Heather's is still a great film, still holds up, still is amazing. I've not seen that one. What's, what's that about? Uh, it's kind of like a, like, I guess, dark comedy, like, kind of satire of teen films, um, and it's essentially there's these popular girls called the Heather's, um, and then, um, What's her name? Winona Ryder plays Veronica. And then she meets this, like, kind of, ah, cool uh, guy who's, like, cool but also kind of mysterious. And then they end up kind of, like, going on this uh, kind of killing spree, I guess. Uh, but it's really good. Um, also, it's a musical, which is also good. But oh. Is it what the stage show's based on? Yeah. Oh, cool. It's based on the very famous movie Heathers, but Heathers is still great. Um, I also watched Buffaloed, which is a movie from last year that I've been meaning to watch for a little while. It stars Zoe Deutsch, uh, and again, it's kind of like a comedy drama film, um, and it's pretty good. Uh, like it, it, I think it's enjoyable, and it's definitely got vibes of like. An Oceans film or a Guy Ritchie yeah. film, um, and so we do. I think we talked about it in our setup review. Of she's just quite naturally charismatic. That she kind of is just fun to watch. Hmm. Uh, her, 
So I would, I guess, recommend Buff Light. It's very good. And then I watched The Greasy Strangler at some point. Greasy Strangler. I think early in the week because... So I was talking to mentioned it and I was like, ah, sure, I'll check it out. Um, yeah. The Greasy Strangler. What's that about? Oh, it's a really weird, it's like a comedy film. I don't think it's that funny, but it's a black comedy film. Um, oh, it's, it's, a, it's actually quite it's like quite serious in some like overall. You think you're no, right. I, it's, no, I'm more just like I get like the the a lot of their jokes are kind of like out of the weirdness of it, I guess. Um, it feels kind of Tim and Eric a little bit, but it's about this guy and his dad. Who live together and eat really greasy food, and then um, they he he starts the the son starts dating this girl, and the dad covers himself in grease and kills people, and then it's just really and then they get like jealous. It's just really odd. It's it's one of those movies. That I think the the humor comes from. The ridiculousness and the and the like stupid dialogue or whatever and and it's funny in that sense but I, I didn't really laugh at all it's just more odd hmm. there's a lot of fake penises in it as well sorry it's what George looks for in films fake penis <laughs> Yeah, um, uh, uh, is it, uh, honestly, what's the past week or is that pretty much it off? I mean, I've been, I've been going through and rewatching the Friday the 13th films, but they're not really, like, of note. I think they're all kind of dumb yeah. and enjoyable, but. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which, uh, which is your favourite, though, if you had to, to pick one? Either six or four. Yeah, I, I love six. Just, I think you like... probably, I think I've told you, haven't I? Uh, yeah, I think so. I mean, like, six is really good. I also really like four um, out of them. But I think they're also all, apart from five, pretty enjoyable. Yeah, I, I really like it, except for the... I don't like them, like, Freddy vs. Jason stuff, those sort of ones. Yeah, they're fine. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like, they're, they're not great, but also it's like, ah, oh, it's an early 2000s crossover film about these people and about Freddy and Jason it's like I wasn't expecting high art like some of the kills are kind of fun and like some of the stuff is kind of fun and a lot of it's dumb but that's yeah it's weird yeah. all it it sort of came out like at a time when crossover it's like because it wasn't any of us put it like you know yeah same same type time as well wasn't it yeah I think so yeah it's just like it's not far off yeah what were they thinking it's crossover yeah, never, probably, never work probably thinking I mean it's been in the development for like 20 years that they were like oh we've had this film developing for 20 years and they're two of the biggest horror icons of all time hell yeah we'll do a crossover yeah I mean and, on paper it sounds great but yeah. also I think it was pretty successful like what money wise yeah that it, I, I think it's kind of a thing of like it's, so uh, so it's the highest grossing Friday the 13th film and the second highest grossing Nightmare on Elm Street really Oh, yeah, man. well, on a budget of thirty million, it made essentially a hundred and twenty million. So it's quite a low budget, actually. That's so I suppose. Yeah. First thing is like horrors can kind of be done cheaply, relatively cheaply, and like you know, I get. I I think it was a thing of like, oh, we could do this pretty cheap, and 
people will go see it, and I don't think people are expecting like Oscar-worthy high art from it. So we'll. Uh, it's been in development since like 1987 or whatever, whenever Friday the 13th nine was. Whenever that came out, it's yeah, been well, lost track. <laughs> that it's like, oh, yeah, we'll just we'll make this movie and we'll make a ton of money, and they did so. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I mean, like other acts on paper, sound that does yeah, does sound, sound fun and great. To be fair. Yeah. But yeah, and then um, yeah, uh, uh you guys haven't watched that uh, Snowpiercer, have you? Because I've continued watching that, you know, like you know, weekly. Because that weekly. No. Oh uh, yeah. No, I need to get on that. I, I'm quite enjoying it overall. Like, I'm. I mean, it's not. It's, it's not as good as the film. It's not got the same like. Uh, like uh, same vision, I suppose that like you know Bong Joon Ho had in his film, but like no, I think it's it's a pretty like pr- it's a pretty good t- uh, TV show about like like basically just drama on this train, but they don't really go into like that's what that annoys me like you, you don't really see much of like I don't know, I don't know what like the, the, the world like the like the actual, the story or the or the, tra- the train itself is literally just about. Murders happening between people on this train. It's, it's, it's just acting like, oh yeah, they're still on this train. Ignore that. It's, just, it's focused on the people on the train. But yeah, I suppose for a TV show to extend it, but I was expecting more like going into that story. I guess they've not done much yet. I, I hope they do. Okay. Yeah, and then um, also um, uh, uh try to think what I'm watching. Now. Oh, I also watched uh, mid '90s, which is um, uh, Jonah Hill's, you know, like um, the uh, film that he won't direct. Have you guys seen that one? Uh, I haven't, no. Which one? Mid-90s? Mid-90s, yeah. No, I don't think so. It's, it's actually pretty good. I, I, I quite like it. And then I didn't realize what I had the, um, the kids out of uh, God of War in it as well, which is pretty cool. Um, yeah, I, I recommend checking it out now. And also, it's, it's quite a short film as well. It's like an hour and a half. And, um, and I, quite, I like the that it's filmed in a... Uh, uh, I can't remember what the aspect ratio is. George, what is it? It's, it's in, a, it's in like just, a, just a box. What? The aspect, aspect where you show for if a film was like in a, in a box, it's like four by four. Yeah. 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 It's film like that. It's pretty cool. So like, like it was filmed like a like in the nineties. Yeah. And then the last thing I probably watched was um, a series and and a film on Netflix called Violet Evergarden, which is a bit weird because it's about like it's about a fictional war and about a girl that lost both arms in the war, but they've given her mechanical arms and then she's chosen to be like in this world what's called a memory doll, which is like she writes letters for people. It's a bit bizarre, but it's really good. It's weird seeing this girl like she just feel, this all the time she she wear gloves and they were like oh yeah like oh oh yeah you take a glove if you want it's sure sure and you take one of these metal arms it's a bit strange. Right. No, I really liked it. Fair, fair. Yeah, oh, yeah, and um, yeah, so like uh, for starting further discussion, uh, uh, George, uh, uh, you had a question that you wanted wanted to ask us? Well, yeah, well, kind of. I you know thinking yeah. of things we can talk about on the podcast. I can't remember what this was inspired by because it was a question that I was like, ah, I'll ask that and then forgot it and then remembered it again. So I have no clue where the origin came from. But the thing of um, what... Because films get announced and there's like rumours of films and especially like in hindsight that what films, or have you got any films that like didn't get released that you wish you could have seen? Yeah, um... Off the top of my head, show away. Like, well, can I said to mention that before. Like, I thought of um, when, because I mean, I suppose it, this one was never like fully um, like 
and that well, it wasn't ever announced really. It was just Tarantino mentioned that he had like a forty script idea for it. it was um, there was a film he talked about called Double, Double V Vega, which was gonna oh, yeah. be um, uh, Vince Vega at Pop Fiction, and then uh, I think it's Mr. Blonde. Well, yeah, Mark Matthews' character because they were they were like brothers, and it would have been a prequel of both those films set in Amsterdam, which I think would have been really cool to see. Mm. Yeah. No, you would not think that. Was I don't know because every time he talks about that, I'm like, okay, I don't know, like, because uh, the thing that when you said Tarantino, I do think it comes up is I think he's talked about, and, and you also mentioned it before. Callum, uh, I forgot your name. Then, um, <laughs> is he's talked about like, oh, I really want to do a Star Trek film, and I don't know if that will happen. I think he might like maybe write or produce one, but he's got one more film left that I think he's sort of like. To, to do that in a Star Trek film. And also I think Star Trek are like, oh, we have this strict continuity and we have a vision and I think they'll be a lot more involved. Yeah, right. yeah. So there's that. But also the one that I was thinking of with Tarantino is in the 90s he was talking about he wanted to make a Luke Cage film um, because he, yeah. knowing Tarantino, him being inspired by Luke Cage is kind of, I guess, like, oh yeah, that makes sense. But he talked about like, oh, he wanted Lawrence Fishburne to be in it, and it would have been, it, it was he wanted to make it in the nineties, and uh, I, that's the film where I'm like, ah, oh, instead of seeing some gangsters on Amsterdam, which you know, which would be entertaining, it's Tarantino that I think he is a it good. Used to be cool. See but I am like, I'd rather see him make a Luke Cage, you know, superhero film. Mm. About yeah. it. That I would be more interested in the Luke Cage one. I'm also like his Star Trek one was another one I was is like kind of what I was thinking of not necessarily because I think it's a great idea but because I'd be intrigued to Ooh. see what what he, he made. Even Ooh. with that, like I just don't get it. I feel like if you want to like just, just make your own sci-fi film, you know, I don't well, think it's well, Star Trek. Well, I think it's probably a thing of he is like oh I'm, I love Star Trek. I grew up on. He's of the generation that probably yeah. grew up on Star Trek. There's probably is a case of oh, I'm a really big fan and I've seen like these movies come out recently and you know I, I love this continuity and these characters I'd love to do something in that world like I can see that the thing I can't see is his final film because I, I think his final film is going to be so like self-indulgent and feet like <laughs> yeah and like, kind of, feet, just, the like feet the movie yeah but like super self-indulgent and everyone's gonna like pop back up and it's gonna be really like rem- like a lot cool. I, I I don't see him going. Oh, for my final tenth movie, I'm going to make a mainstream blockbuster where I have to tone down all of my Tarantinoisms because I don't think Star Trek will allow it. But like, I, I th- honestly think his last film is going to be so self-absorbed. But I think I, I again I enjoy Tarantino. I don't think he's a flawless filmmaker, but I do think he's very entertaining. Um, mm. Especially when he first started, I think he. I personally think he was better, but it's so wherever he sees, I'll probably see it, and I will probably enjoy on some level. But I do think that his next film is going to be so like self-indulgent that it's going to be so interesting to watch. Mm. Yeah, I I kind of hope it's I I, I deep down I just want to see I would love to see a new, a new original film, but I kind of want to see Kill Bill Kill Bill Volume Three. See, Kill Bill is the worst Tarantino movie. Really, I like that. Yeah, film. Film. Well, I mean, I. I car crashes, isn't it? Uh, what's that like? Yeah, I suppose. Well, I keep forgetting that that's an actual film, but yeah. Yeah, I know. Oh, I Death Proof. Yeah. Like, yeah. Death Proof is the worst Tarantino film, but I think Kill Bill, out of his, like, I guess, mainstream big ones, I think Kill Bill is the worst. 
they're pretty still like you always like, I remember like, I talked to you before you I remember when I first saw you about it you, you thought it was a short film I don't get why you thought about it it's always been a long film like it's, it's just know, a, it's a B movie why. in a grindhouse um, yeah no, I know yeah. I was just like ah oh, for whatever reason I was like that's not a full like two hour hour and a half movie or whatever I didn't think it was like a short film like a 20 minute thing I was like ah oh, it's like what like an hour or something still, still a film <laughs> if it was well I guess but it's generally films are longer than an hour um, but yeah, so I yeah, Death Reef is probably his worst, but I think Kill Bill out of his like mainstream ones, Kill Bill is my least favorite. Hmm. If you're like ranking them or whatever, yeah, That's I'd cool. actually I'd say Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is is, is my least favorite. Oh, actually, I love that one. Yeah, see, I would say that would be next for me, Alex. I would say Kill Bill. Yeah. Then. See, I just thought Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was like him panicking because he's only got two films left. He tried to cram three. Really? Yeah, I just like each scene individually was pretty good, but I thought the whole thing as a whole was pretty bad because it just didn't fit for me. Just didn't like. I thought it fit together to give him pretty well. I, I, don't See, I, was like... I don't necessarily agree that it felt like him panicking. I feel it more felt like I'm a filmmaker who can kind of do what I want now to a degree, and I like knowing that re- rewatching that movie more recently, and knowing that Tarantino was like, "Oh yeah, I remember when I was a kid and I'd drive around Hollywood." Of that, like, two-hour film, probably about an hour of it is just shots of people driving around. You can tell it's Tarantino being like, ah, oh, I'm being nostalgic for when I used to do this. Oh, yeah, it, it um, was literally his love letter to Hollywood. Yeah, that's what I mean. Of, and and I, I think it more reads of that, of someone who's like, oh, I have fond memories of driving around, listening to the radio, driving around Hollywood in, like, the 70s or 80s, listening to, to the radio and sort of just grooving out. So I'll put all of that in to make everyone feel nostalgic. And to me, I'm like, as much as I enjoy that, it goes on for way too long. But again, it feels a bit self-satisfying. Mm. The, I, I, I enjoy that film, but I do agree it is very, like, slow. Yeah, I, really, I really never got the buzz about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I just kind of watched it's it. It's because it's a Tarantino film. Yeah, but I like Tarantino films. Yeah, no, but it's the thing. Of, I, I think Tarantino is one of those filmmakers who, no matter what he makes, there will be a degree of, like, the... True. I think he's earned, in popular culture, I guess, earned the thing of whatever Tarantino makes is going to be generally... Again, like... Generally good. I, I, well, I, there's a thing of, like, I enjoy Kill Bill, but I don't think it's particularly great. But loads of people are like, yeah, it's great. I don't see why, necessarily. But so I, I think... Really like Kill Bill. I did find Volume 2 to be, like, underwhelming. Yeah, Volume 1 was better than Volume yeah. 2, I yeah. think. But then it's the thing of, like, because it's Tarantino, I think there's a certain... That name carries the film to a certain degree yeah. already. But, like, and is, uh, the thing I had with what's put up, we've gone way off topic, but yeah. the thing I like yeah, about the Yeah. Well, it's the thing of, you have Rick Dalton's storyline, which I really like. That's the storyline I want to focus on. Him on the set is, like, the funniest part of the movie, and his, following his career, whatever, is interesting. Then it cuts to Margot Robbie, Sharon Tate, little yeah, story. That was unnecessary. Yeah. Well, it's the thing of like, I get, I get what he's trying to say, and you have to set up Sharon Carter without being like, this is Sharon Carter. Sharon Tate. Yeah, sorry. I don't know why. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. We're going a bit Marvel there. Eh? It's because I was thinking about Luke Cage. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, what was I saying? Her, her storyline, I'm like, oh, I get you trying to set up who this is or whatever, but I don't think the payoff is that good, and 
as much as I'm like, oh, this is interesting, she doesn't actually tie into the story that at the end is like, well, we spent so long watching her watch her own film mm. that it didn't really mean anything. Yeah, that'd be ideal. And then it keeps cutting the Brad Pitt just driving around doing nothing, and I'm like, stop cutting the hip, just stick on Rick. Do- make this a film yeah. about an actor struggling in Hollywood as Brad opposed to. Yeah. That's that's what I mean. But it was like three different films that because they tried to fit it all in, none of them really get much payoff. I found. I don't. I just. I don't. I'm like the the one that I, the storyline that I find the most interesting is. Um, Leonardo DiCaprio. So the thing I'm like, Brad Pitt is good, but I don't know if he's like fantastic in that movie because I can't think of any moment where, I'm, where he really mm. sells me or anything like that. He just kind of plays a quiet guy. Yeah. DiCaprio. No, Brad Pitt. Quiet guy. Yeah. Well, kind well, of. I mean, he, the last scene also like where you fight Bruce Lee is also like a bit uh, the part the part the part in 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 in, uh, in the the old uh, that, that ranch where he goes to the film the old film set where yeah it but he's not that la- he's still a quiet guy yeah but he's, I, I thought he's really, I thought he's, I thought he's really good in it <laughs> I well that's the thing of like he does a good job and like it's not a bad performance and it suits the film or whatever is he Oscar worthy of best supporting actor no I don't think he is I think he got that because he was in a Tarantino movie and it's Brad Pitt that like. I, he doesn't ever blow me away with his acting because most of the time he's just standing looking at women going like giving them a little nod and then drives off and then there's a 20 minute montage of him driving around listening to songs <laughs> like you know I, I, I think again I think Tarantino's name carries a certain amount of weight in that regard yeah. but I, I still enjoy the film but I, I don't know I, I don't think mm. it's fantastic and I would have liked to see in his Luke Cage film yeah especially having read a lot of Luke Cage recently yeah after you Alex if you had a segue ah, okay. well I was going to move on back to the question mm. sorry no. got anything more to say about Quentin Tarantino films go for it no I don't I was going to mention another film that I wanted to... yeah, yeah. I, I think he was <laughs> Yeah, well, I was going to say the thing, again, I can't really think of any that I'm, like, disappointed didn't get made. There are ones that I hear that I'm like, you what? And then get kind of intrigued. Like, I think it's probably a good thing they didn't get yeah, made, you... but equally, so, like, the 21 Jump Street Men in Black crossover. Oh, I yeah. I remember hearing about that, thinking it was rubbish. Like, it's like, that's not true. And then they were like, no, it was true. And I was like, you what, mate? You're going to mix a kid's thing and a very much not kids thing. Is Man Black really like a strongly kids thing? Yeah, yes. pretty much. Hmm. Yeah, I, really like, get that I like never thought Will Smith get his dick out in Men and Men and Black. Yeah, yeah, but I was like, that seems like a horribly bad idea. But I kind of want to see what the end result the, is. The thing is, and hey, I've... let's face it, it couldn't have been any worse than the last yeah, one. Yeah, I, I was going to say, say yeah. you probably better than that, that last one. Having seen Men and Black oh, in yeah. the record, I'm like, oh, it would have been kind of interesting, I suppose. That's what I didn't think of. That's good. Mm. See, most of mine yeah, seem to be superhero ones. Yeah. Like, I feel like they get announced a lot. The one that kind of, I, I'm like, oh, that would have been cool to see um, is the Justice League, um, the George Miller Justice League movie. Oh, yeah, that would have been good. That was supposed to come out in the 90s, early noughties. Yeah. And, like, Justice League Mortal, I think it was called. But they, like, had a cast um, and... I can't so I Nick Cage was going to be Superman. No, no that, that, that was Tim Burton's Tim Burton. Superman. 
Yeah. That's another one where I'm yeah. like, oh, I wish I would have seen that. No, it was. Um, I know Army Hammer was uh, Batman in it. I can't remember who else was cast. Army Hammer, but, I can see that, yeah. Well, it's a thing of like, the cast they announced, I'm like, oh, I don't know all these people, but it would have been interesting to. Like, they seem to be casting relatively unknown people. Um, and. It's kind of thing of like, ah, oh, they've released a script and it's like, oh, that sounds interesting enough. But George Miller, having seen like Fury Road and, and the stuff he's produced, I'm like, oh, that would have been really interesting to see. The idea of having this Justice League film drop would have been like, oh, how would have that have changed the landscape of superhero movies and especially DC? Um, that That's one of those films where it's like, ah, oh, in an alternate dimension where that film got released, I'd love to to go see it. Mm. The, the plug was pulled like just yeah. before they started shooting, so it got pretty far along. The... There is the whole like plot of it is on online. Yeah, I was gonna say I, yeah. I'm fairly certain recently, especially recently. Yeah, I think it's called Just like, Leave Mortal, I think. Yeah, the plot line yeah. got dropped. Yeah, yeah. Um and they had like a cast and again there's I think it's one of those ones where there isn't like a huge the one I remember is Army Hammer. Yeah. Um, yeah, Army Hanna is Batman Bruce Wayne. Uh, DJ Contrana as Superman. Uh, Megan Gale as Wonder Woman. Adam Brody as The Flash. Uh, Hugh Keyes Bryan as Martian Manhunter. Probably destroying a load of these names, I apologise. Theresa Palmer as Talia Al Ghul. Zoe Kazan as Iris uh, Allen. Santiago Cabrera as Aquaman. Uh, yeah. Oh, Anton Yelchin as Flash Wally West. Is that the guy from Star Trek? Who was... Yes. Yeah. Got by his car. Yeah. Oh, poor guy. I like that guy. He's in yeah. the Bright Night remake, I think. Um, yeah, so that's a film where it's like, again, most of mine seem to be superhero films. Yeah. Oh, mm. that, They're that... the ones that get announced a lot. Yeah, it's also ones where I think people when you people are doing articles about ah oh, films that were were going to be released that you didn't see, no one puts yeah. in like ah oh, I think like David Cronenberg or David Fincher was going to do like a Frankenstein one. And it's like ah oh, David Cronenberg doing Frankenstein would have been pretty cool to have seen, but also I don't think that's one that's going to get people to come read your article or watch your movie, so it's not really. Yeah. Like, you know, in all these lists of films you never saw. I don't think yeah. it... I, I think I was one time with Super films. There was also, I would be quite interested to see, because uh, remember when uh, Sam Raimi's uh, uh, Spider-Man 4 got like, mm-hmm. sort of, talked about, and then uh, they, they yeah. released the concept art of them, um, there was like a Fat Mysterio. Do you remember well, that? Well, you say Fat Mysterio, it's Bruce Campbell. No, but it was still a Fat Mysterio, that was the drawing. Yeah, and it was a picture, it was a drawing of Bruce Campbell. Yeah, well, well, I can't say fat. Well, no, I'm just saying, it's being like, oh, seeing a fat Mysterio would be like, no, seeing Bruce Campbell is well, Mysterio. No, as a character, I'm just saying, I was going to mention it. Tying all those characters that he played together. <laughs> but yeah, like, I, I would have been quite interested to see that, even though I saw the third film, I mean, I feel like it probably gets too much too much hate in it, it deserves, it wasn't, like, it gets really slammed down on it. Yeah, you had too many characters, too many villains and stuff in it, but... Um, yeah, I would have liked just to still seen a fourth film as much as Tom McGuire is way too old. Yeah. Well, that point to play him. I really like um, 
Spider-Man 3. Do we like it? Well, like, it's the thing of, like, compared to Spider-Man 1 and 2, it's not good. And I'm not like, ah, oh, I, I love this movie. But at the same time, being a fan of Sam Raimi, it's like, oh, you can totally see where there was, you know, studio interference, and he's talked about that, and all that sort of thing. But also, stuff of, like, emo Peter Parker, where everyone's like, ah, yeah. oh, so cringy. It's like, yeah, that's also very Sam Raimi. Like, you know, the, the dance that Peter Parker does when he comes out of that store, I can totally see Ash doing in it in Evil Dead when he's like trying to pick up a woman or something. So it's like it, it seems very Sam Raimi and I appreciate that about it. And you know, it's the thing of I, I points of point, parts of that movie are terrible, but parts of that movie I'm also like, oh, it's still pretty fun. Like yeah. considering people are like, oh it's one of the worst movies I've made, it's like it's not. It's, it's Oh yeah, as a as a kid I loved yeah. it. Yeah, as a kid. I like I don't think I ever liked it as much as Spider Man two or one, but What's the thing? Spider Man one and two are, are amazing films yeah hmm. are some of the best superhero films still um but oh yeah. hellboy yeah. 3 sorry just looking at articles now but that would have been a good one yeah well it's the thing of i i agree like sam raimi's spider-man 4 um seeing because he's talked about like that might have led into a new trilogy but seeing like uh vulture and mysterio i think they were going to finally pay off the lizard who's in hmm. spider-man 2 and 3 i think it's like how Amazing Spider-Man basically, yeah, took because I'm pretty sure the was going to be four, wasn't it? That's why they put him put him in that new film. Pretty much. Yeah, I think so. I th- yeah. Well, he was de- he was in t- Kurt Connor was in two was, and three. Yeah, he was definitely in two and three. Yeah, because remember the third one, he actually look, he actually look, uh, looks the, the symbiote, doesn't he, under the glass, doesn't he? Hmm. Uh, but like seeing, yeah, and that whole thing of like, oh, who. If it would have come out, it might have changed. But the idea of them to be like, oh, we're going to get like John Malkovich for Vulture, I think they said, and whoever is like, oh, that is a super interesting cast. And I think Black Cat was going to be involved, maybe. That, you know, it's, I think it would have been interesting. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think Hellboy 3 as well is one where I like. Um, Del Toro's Hellboy, especially seeing the new Hellboy, I'm like, ah, oh, wow, these movies are better than I thought. But at the same time, I, well, at the same time, I'm like, these are really enjoyable, but I don't think they're like fantastic. Um, I think they're super entertaining and well done, but I don't think they're like some of the best superhero movies. I, I do like that, that Del Toro like made it his own, and um, a lot of the creatures as well he designed himself. Yeah, well. Pretty good. Yeah, I mean, there's also a lot taken from the comics. Oh yeah, but I mean, like, like, because there was, I mean, like, I think probably one that like he actually made himself was like that, 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 that like flower creature from the second one that like you know opens up at the end. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah, that yeah, I was designed by by him. I, I just like that story. I just love him. And wasn't he also going to make? Um, so I just probably a lot of like films that you know we might be able to see was um he was a good the, the Hobbit, Hobbit wasn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, that, I would have been quite interested to see that, how he would do it. I mean, again, it's the thing of, like, in the other universe where we didn't get Peter Jackson's mm. trilogy, we got Del Toro's. I'm like, I would have enjoyed seeing that. Yeah. I'll, Maybe I'll, it would have been good. I've, I've, yeah, again, we'll never know. That's annoying. We'll yeah. just wonder. And then there's, you know, Alex mentioned it earlier, but Tim Burton's Superman Lives. Yeah. Which... Where's the other... The other Batman v Superman from like early ish two thousands, I think that 
kind of got into post-production and then didn't. Yeah, that was the one that they teased at I Am Legend, didn't it? Yes, yeah, the posters in the background. Mm. Yeah. There's a, there's a really interesting um, documentary called the, the Death of Superman Lives, I think it's called. Yeah. Um, I forget his name. I'm going to look up the guy who directed it. Um, but it's kind of an interesting... Uh, like, going go to that, sort of what happened. Yeah, well, it's all about the production and like ultimately why um, Superman Lives kind of ended up not working it's got interviews you know kevin smith was going to direct the script write the script and it's got i think interviews with tim burton in it but there's also a lot of stuff of like talking to kevin smith talks about like oh he really wanted this big mechanical spider like the producer kept pushing for this big mechanical spider and he didn't want um you know he didn't want him to wear red and blue or fly and he wanted Superman to fight a giant spider which then you look at he then produced Wild Wild West after this, and it's like, oh, there's a giant mechanical spider that he, for some reason, really wanted. So I was going to say that was very Wild yeah. Wild West. Yeah, and but it, so there's a lot of cool. Um, it, it's a very interesting documentary if you're um, interested mm. in that sort of thing. It's directed by John Schnepp. Yeah, Do you know I've just thought of another film that probably would have been better than what we got. Oh, go on. Uh, Star Wars: Duel of the Fates. Uh, yeah. Because mm-hmm. yeah. it might not have been good, but it would have been better, almost certainly. Yeah, I mean, anything's probably better. Even our titles is better, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but yeah, that would have been a good one. Like, having read the like synopsis for it, like it wasn't necessarily perfect, but it seemed a damn slight more interesting than Rise of Skywalker. Of getting the MacGuffin to get to the other MacGuffin. Yeah, it's J.J. Abrams' mystery box set. Yeah. JJ Abrams isn't that. Oh, there's also Ego Rise, Ego, Ego Rise, Ant Man. Again, there's like loads of oh, yeah, superhero films. Fun. Yeah. Well, speaking of JJ Abrams, Superman Flyby, he was going to do a Superman film. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. There's it... so much. Mm. Um, and I think, like, the last one I can think of that again, I would like to have seen was probably um. Uh, District 10, which I mean, a sequel to District 9, I'll quite like to see that because that was probably, oh, yeah. uh, that's probably uh, one of my favourite like, sci fi films. Mm. I really liked it. I would like to see more of that and then maybe see what. Have you guys seen, you guys both seen that one? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I would have liked to have seen what happened. Like, again, if, 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 if basically, if they ever came back in, like, you know, four years, whatever the guy said it was going to be. See, that's a film. Where I'm like, oh, I, I really like District 9. Um, don't know if I need a sequel to it. Yeah. Um, you know, it's one of those films that I think stands on its own and continuing it, I don't think is really worth doing. But having said that, I am like, it would have been kind of cool to do a TV show, like a Watchmen style limited series afterwards or something. Because I, I, I don't know, I, it's, it's a film that I'm like, ah, it kind of is self-contained and it's really good and I don't think you need to like drag this out into like sequels and all that yeah. sort of stuff but at the same time I, like you said like yeah it would have been interesting to see what happened that maybe like a TV show is the way to go for that and... yeah and, and then would you also yeah. could still continue shooting it like a like like a documentary you know and that you know would you keep the concept going yeah well that's the thing I, I don't know maybe filming it like a documentary isn't the way to go and that would be better in a 
show if they instead were like, oh, we're not going to do it like a documentary style. I don't know. It's a film that I think is is really um, good and enjoyable, but it's also a film that I'm like, I don't need to see four sequels to it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like they did sort of do like because that like tr- trilogy. Remember, like he did obviously the Elysium and Chappie was sort of like yeah. his own like sci-fi trilogy. Yeah. Elysium, something to do with Halo. Wasn't Elysium a Halo prequel or gonna be a Halo film or something? Um, I'm not sure. I don't see how. I, I did hear about that, but when you were obviously, you, obviously you guys, yes, you know, I don't see how on earth that could have been Halo at all. But hey ho. No, I don't know. Wasn't it something about? It was going to be a Halo. Halo has been in the talks to be a film or a TV series for bloody ages, and anyone tries to make any weapons to it, that they've they've made two films they've made a Halo that were film. yeah, they made two which were piss poor, mm. and like because they made Halo Nightfall and Halo Fall Unto Dawn. No, it's called Halo Four Fall Unto Dawn, which is an even worse title for it. Yeah, and again they were okay, you know, pretty bad. But, um, I mean, they were made. They were made, yeah. But, but I mean, mm. I, the, the, the one meaning by that is they were in the talks of doing like a proper, like, big work. Because I think Spielberg was in the, in, been in the talks to do a series for years. And, like, apparently Peter Jackson was going to do, like, a film. And it was all this giant. Again, I mean, it's not going to be rumours. I'm not sure if these are true. I think Spielberg, Spielberg's definitely involved in something to do with Halo. Because he's actually talked about it himself. But other than that, it's just, I don't think it's ever going to happen. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. As you can tell, I'm not, I'm not bitter. <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. Yeah, I feel like I think that's most of like, like from George's question, which you, um, I think I'm mostly this is I think of. I think thinking back to what I was thinking two weeks ago, I feel like it spawned from the Zack Snyder cut of like, oh, we will never really see the Zack Snyder cut, and oh, yeah. it'll be interesting to. It would have been interesting, you know, that whole thing of like, ah, in another world where, like, being in that parallel world where his Justice League movie came out, being like, ah, it'd be great to, like, actually see what he would have done as opposed to what we're getting now. Yeah. Um, the, I think that's where it's born from, of, like, you know. Yeah. Alternate world. <laughs> well, if, yeah, if you could hop to parallel dimensions and be like, ah, I get to watch films that were there. What would you want to see? Oh, so that's a whole other question as well. If you like, if you start doing that, because then, you, cause then you, you, your mind could be like anything. <laughs> yeah, no, but I meant like you know that whole thing of like every decision is two parts of like, oh, Superman fly by in our universe didn't get made, but if another universe it did get made, that it's like going to see that. I guess I don't. Know. It, the, it, I think it spawned from Zack Snyder being like it would have been interesting to see how that affected cinema. Yeah. yeah, I think it would have. Hmm. Yeah, uh, I think we can sort of like start wrapping it up there. Have you guys got any last thoughts or last things you want to add? Uh, no, not really. Alex, got anything to add? Uh, no, I think we kind of covered the main things. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. No, George, I thought it was quite an interesting question to discuss, to be fair, because again, there's loads of different things in there. Like... Well, that's the thing is, I ended up mainly thinking about superhero films because I think they are films that get announced yeah. early or are sort of announced and then you go back and look at you know like superman flyby of now jj abrams is like oh yeah i would have done this superman movie and all that sort of stuff that i i it ended up being more just superhero movies but uh, that, so there's, i'm sure there's others but 
Oh yeah, there's probably thousands yeah. of stuff in there, but it's just stuff you get. I mean, it's probably stuff I even know it's probably like mentioned like by an actor and they're not really picked up on. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm sure there's directors who'd be like, oh, I'd really like to make this film and it fell through, and it's like, oh, okay, and, yeah, would have been interesting to see, but at the same time, yeah, it's probably interesting as well to see like a bunch of like slight. I suppose because like usually the first thing you sort of get is like maybe a, 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 a draft script be, being written or something. It'd be quite interesting to read some of those, but. Mm. Yeah. That's the thing is like uh, you know Star Wars leaked yeah. the script and yeah there's this documentary about Superman lives and there's Superman the Justice League Mortal script is online and all this sort of stuff. There's a very oh, certain yeah. there's details about what the script for the um, first Batman v Superman film would have one, been. One last one, so I just want to mention I just thought of actually based on, um, Neil Blomkamp was gonna didn't he write it in Alien Five? I remember him being like when Alien was continuing to be made for some stupid reason, I remember it being like, oh, he might do it, and then... Um, and then Willie Scott came back Willie Scott came back and was like, no, I'm going to mess this up myself. Yeah, pretty much. I'm pretty sure, like, he sort of ne- nearly got the green light to sort of go ahead and make Alien 5 with Scorner Eva to be set on Earth and all that, and then, and then, yeah, yeah, then like you said, Willie Scott came back and then went, no, I'm, no, I'm going to do it myself. Yeah, I remember it being something about, they were like, oh, we'll do a, a second... Or a fifth Alien movie, then Neil, then Ridley Scott was like, "Well, I'm going to do this," and they were kind of like, "Well, we'll we'll wait for you to finish whatever you're doing before we, we don't want two Alien movies coming out the same year." And and he went, "Nah, I'll basically have Neil Blomkamp." Yeah, well, I think it's a thing of it might still happen, but I don't know. Mm. It wouldn't surprise me if there isn't an Alien Five at some point. Yeah, I think we'll get that one day. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to wrap up there. But yeah, um, everyone, um. Uh, uh, thank, uh, thank you for listening. Uh, 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 please, please throw us any, any question, questions or anything may you like to discuss or, or any of your thoughts. You need to send us messages on uh, Twitter, in, uh, Instagram, and Facebook. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll see you next episode. Yeah. Bye. Bye, everyone. <laughs> Goodbye. Thank you for listening to Real Rewind, where you can tune into new episodes every Monday and Wednesday on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Anchor, and Radio Public. Please follow Real Rewind on Facebook at The Real Rewind on Twitter and Real underscore Rewind on Instagram. See you soon.